Welcome to Geeks of the North, a hobby and gaming podcast of the Dolph We're here to paint some miniatures and talk about the hobby, so why don't you sit back, relax, grab a paintbrush, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to Geeks of the North, your hobby and gaming podcast of the Belle Provence. As always, I'm your host, Paul Filio, here once again with the man, the legend, Antoine Bergeron. Hello. How's it going, sir? Going good. Good, good. Good, good weekend. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a productive weekend too. Not not hobby wise, but uh, Oh no, no, hobby wise that was too, dead for me. <laughs> but, you know, productive around the house, that grown up stuff that we have to do occasionally. Uh, yep. Exactly. And uh yeah. yeah I can't uh, can't complain too too much. Because my wife might hear me. <laughs> um <laughs> No, sorry. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it was fairly productive. Um, we missed, uh, we missed a week. Uh, yeah, last sadly. week I sucked because everyone here was sick and just could not get stuff going. You, uh, you also were working on the tournament or you just finished the tournament? I just finished the tournament, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? You just finished that massive project. Uh, everyone here is sick and tired and whatever. Like, just the three people that listen to us will have to wait one more week. Yeah, we'll just take a small pause. <laughs> Everybody will survive now. Oh, sorry, I just went right through my finger with a pin vise. Ow. Oh. Yep, because I was pressing to try to start drilling into model's foot, and the uh, the drill bit slipped. And uh, my, the drill bit was harder than my finger. Who would I have guessed? Uh, yeah. Wow, that stung. Um, well, I won't bleed out from that, so it's all good. At least we get the part where I injure myself horribly uh, out of the way right at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Some people oh. do enjoy that part of the show, it seems. Well, yeah. We get comments about it. <laughs> wow. Oh, I brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> Excuse me while I pick up the pin vise and try again. <laughs> More carefully this time. Oh, no, the pin vise didn't slip. This. Hmm. The side of the model's foot that I was drilling into is gone now. So that's how the pin vise jumped out. Uh, well then. The joy I, uh, of pinning stuff that's too small. Well, I've seen other people pin this model. Mm hmm. Doesn't mean that's it's not a pain to do it. Literally yeah. this time. Oh, I guess I will go to a smaller bit. And tr- the problem is, so I, I've got a whole array of pin vice pins because, you know, that's what, that's what we gamers do. But I find that smaller than a certain size, it's so hard to use because the, the drill bits are super bendy, the pins are super bendy. Like, Yeah, the, the smaller, smaller ones really work well for resin and not so much for metal. Yeah, yeah. But resin is, uh, I mean, you can look at resin sideways and, and drill, you know, that'll cut through it. So, oh well. Yeah, so, um, I am working on a Pulp City model. That was me dropping part of my pin vise if that came through the mic. It did. <laughs> oh, I said, okay. It's going to be one of those shows, Antoine. Um, usually that's me. All those drops and those uh, mishaps. Oh no, there was a couple of weeks ago where, where I like lost parts of my model, glued my fingers together. Yeah, like- yeah. Well, on the show, that's true. But in our other obby evenings, I'm usually the one that. That's that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I'm working on um, <laughs> pay run from uh, Pop City, mm-hmm. and um, he is in kind of a. Uh, Strange pose, I guess you could say. Lift off pose. Well, yeah, I guess. Kinda. <laughs> Anyone's ever seen any of the um, the MCU uh, Thor movies? Oh, right back into that thumb again. Okay, I'm gonna stop that. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah. Excuse me. Okay. The um the Ooh. pose he's in when he's uh, armoring up and the lightning's hitting the hammer and he's uh. You know, the, the pieces of metal are growing across his arms and stuff. And his mm-hmm. arms are materializing. It's that pose, 
But for some reason, they decided to model him as if he was on his tippy toes. Yeah. So, it's really rather odd. Yeah, to the matter of fact that he's flying, so... But it makes for a strange pose, model-wise. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. Um... Things, I don't even think he, I guess, like you said, it's takeoff. I guess I could kind of angle him. I think I'll just have to use his cape as the uh, support. <laughs> Once the finger stops bleeding. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you working on, Antoine? Pop City? <laughs> oh, huh. You, it might become apparent pretty fast, but that might be a big team for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, I only have... Four model left complete the my arc, the Ape Revolution Committee. After that, I will have all those apes uh, painted. So I have to ask, mm-hmm. is it really a committee? Uh, yeah, the, there's multiple leaders and they don't agree on anything. That seems committee a lot to me. Yeah, that, that sounds like a committee. Okay, then they are aptly named. <laughs> Yeah, so right now I'm working on Red Bella, uh, one of those leaders. Of those, uh, not Is really she a red leaders. monkey? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm not too sure on her race. But the model is painted reddish in the uh, official studio paint job, so that's probably something. I don't know but- Red Monkey doesn't ring any bell to me, in French at least. Oh, no, 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 sorry. Uh, you're talking about species. Oh, no, there's no species called a red monkey. Oh, okay, I'm okay. asking, is she a red monkey? I mean, she she's a, a monkey. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming, because she's part of your ape revolution committee. Yeah. And uh, she's called Red Bella, so I'm, I'm asking if she's supposed to be painted red. That, that's all. She has a nice uh, red coat <laughs> in the picture, so. Is it the coat? Is it the fur? Who knows? I see. Yeah, speaking of fur, I had an interesting discussion with my five-year-old tonight. Mm-hmm. Because she was looking at my uh, my Pulp City models I've got painted so far. And one of them is uh, a character by the name of... I think it's Shashinka or something like that. She's like a an ice witch. At least that's kind of what I get from looking at the model. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually read her card, but that's what she looks like to me. And um, she has, like, fur trim. I, I painted her mostly blue because, you know, ice. And the, the, she has, like, a fur trim on her, her outfit. And my daughter was all upset that I didn't paint her all blue because she's, uh, you know, an ice person like Elsa. <laughs> and Elsa is blue. And blue is my daughter's favorite color. So why is my model not all blue? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, because, you know, the, the fur is, is fur colored. And she's like, well, what do you mean? To which I answered, what do you mean, what do I mean? <laughs> I thought I was being fairly obvious with that statement. <laughs> and she's like, well, why didn't you make it blue? I'm like, well, do you know what fur comes from? And she's like, no. So then I had to explain to her where fur comes from, and she was horrified. And then still wondered why I didn't make it blue. <laughs> that wasn't enough for her. <laughs> and I'm like, do you know of any blue animals that have fur? And she had to think about it for a second. She's like, no. Like, well, then that's why it's not blue. <laughs> so that seemed to satisfy her, and then she went to bed. <laughs> but, you know, I was on the ropes there for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a great conversation. Of course, it made her late for getting upstairs for bedtime, and my wife was like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, the voice of God called down and was yelling at our daughter for not being upstairs and you know, ready to get ready for bed. And I had to tell my wife that it was my fault because I was you know, having a discussion with her about fur. So about I'm, fur. Assuming, yeah. I'm assuming they'll be, you know, held to pay for that later. That's <laughs> okay. okay, this is the third time attempting to drill this thing. I'm no longer trying to drill another foot. This guy is getting a pin right through his cape. It'll be visible. I don't care anymore. At least with the cape, there's more surface, so less chance of you going through your thumb again. Yeah, well, I've already got, like, a, a big hole started, so it is fine. <laughs> and the base is resin, so that won't be an issue. 
So you're printing Pulp City now. You've mentioned other models. What have you worked on in the last two weeks since we oh yeah we we missed an episode? Well, I wasn't that productive. I uh, I finished a couple more things for my Circle Warbros army. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you hit your uh, goal? Yeah, except for the basing. I didn't get the basing done. Okay. Uh, but I got the the whole list painted. Cool. That's a good so accomplishment I, right there. So if I ever get around to playing that game again, I'll have a fully painted list for that army. Hmm. There is a flaw to my plan. I was going to base this model, but I don't seem to have any glue. And I hear that's kind of necessary for uh, gluing models together. It helps. So I've been told. Oh, yeah, so I, I did um, the circle models. And then I painted, uh, so far I've got two models completed, one model nearly completed for um, my Red Republic faction for Pulp City. So I've painted uh, Shashinka, as I mentioned, the Ice Witch. Uh, a armored villain called uh, Universal Soldat, who seems to have like some sort of power armor and uh, a electrified or energy-powered hammer and sickle. Uh, he's painted. I may do a little bit of freehand on him because in the artwork he's got uh, a Soviet star in yellow painted on his armor and a, and a hammer and sickle. So I may attempt to do some freehand because mm-hmm. I'm feeling insane. Uh, that and I keep posting these models on this uh, on the Facebook group for them, mm-hmm. and uh, usually right after your models. So I feel like you know I, I'm such a big letdown after you. Uh, you have more have comments to- and likes than I do, so that's good. Well, I've I got three comments, right? Yeah, that's more than I do. <laughs> Finnish models always gather less comments. Uh, oh, not, maybe not always, but that's a, common, a thing we've seen with the Yom too. Like, you show whips, and you get crazy amounts of feedback on them. Wow. And you should complete the middles and boom, silence. <laughs> well, I don't know if three counts as crazy amounts of feedback. Oh, but, but I, I mean, in general, it, it was I, the, the generic... Uh, you and not you specifically. But wasn't it the same case for um, when you shared the Don Rakar and the Dungeon group? Yes. Yeah, I get... Uh, yeah, that, that's true. There's always more comments for the work-in-progress model than the uh, the finished stuff. I guess people figure you don't need the encouragement in works it's done, so... Maybe. <laughs> I, I uh, Maybe. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know where my accelerator is, so I guess uh, I'll have to sit there and hold this. Um, yeah, and then the last uh, guy who's almost complete is Professor Hammer, um, who I have to admit I am more motivated to paint now because I discovered he has rocket fists and the uh, fluff. Oh! <laughs> yeah, so he can do all his uh, attacks and stuff as ranged abilities. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his special abilities can be used as ranged, too. He pays one more action die to do it. But then they become a range effect, which I think is awesome. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I have not looked at those uh, models yet, rule-wise. So. Um, he's got an ability that's called I Volunteer You, which <laughs> sounds very Soviet <laughs> Union. Uh, <laughs> he's got another one, another, like, in Soviet in Soviet Russia, something does you or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that, that, uh, that, I, I know that the, joke that this, people make. Yeah, yeah. that's the joke. Professor Hammer. Um, apparently, Professor Hammer is actually a real person, so let me add Pulp City to this Google search. <laughs> I don't have the card in front of me. And having never played the game, I, I, I don't have anything memorized. In Russia, Hammer strikes you. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so ba- basically, whenever he gets damaged, he can use an ability back. Like, he can damage you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Is he your leader or? Yeah, he's a leader. Okay. So yeah, he's got he's got rocket fists. <laughs> that's that's fun. Well, yeah. So I, I read the the fluff piece for him, and he's like a you know crazy scientist or whatever, and uh, he he kind of hates everyone except for himself, and he's working on something, and he blows off both his hands and his lower like part of his face. Yeah. So then he. Uh, Gets annoyed because he has to take time and build a new lower part of face and, uh, you know, the two rocket fists or whatever. 
He gets annoyed because you have to take time to rebuild his own body. Yeah, yeah, well, it slows him <laughs> down, right? Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. So I approved of that. And, uh... There's also some line there about his brothers that he had to sacrifice them for something, something, something. I'm like, yeah, you're going for all the tropes. Excellent. He's a real good guy. <laughs> well, you know. He's... he's Good is such a relative term. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> I could agree with you that sometimes there's a, like a, a tin it's an edge, a tin edge where you walk tin on. Line. Yeah, a tin line you walk on. This guy seems pretty much uh, subtly on one side of, that, of it. Well, okay, maybe. <laughs> In his fluffy... Uh, they're, they're time-displaced, right? He's actually like a World War II-era guy. Okay. And uh, he gets to Pulp City, and he attacks... Um, he orchestrates an attack on a squad of Supremes, like, of heroes. And he basically, like, super violently cripples their leader mm-hmm. um, in a very public display uh, just for, you know, to demoralize people and be a jerk. <laughs> Like, you are a bad guy with zero redeeming qualities. Excellent. <laughs> I'm glad we agree on that. <laughs> so, yeah. it's It's been a a fun little project to do these guys. And I, and I don't have that many models. I've only got uh, six total. Mm-hmm. Because that was always available at the time when I ordered. And then, uh, because as, as we know, as we've discussed before, actually... Uh, Pulp City closed up, right? Yep. And he wasn't casting um, any new models. Just what he had was what he had. And, you know, that was it. Yeah, just going through what he had. Uh, at the inventory. Point. Yeah, the, yeah. The, what inventory was left. And that was it. So I ordered what, uh, what I could. And that was that. And this is going to look uh, kind of bad, but kind of okay, I think. <laughs> Have to paint that brass rod black so it doesn't show like he's being supported by a rod up his butt and uh, should look fine. Can you build up stuff on the base to hide it a bit? Well, I probably could. Your base are kind of urban rubble, aren't they? Yeah. But I, I made the rod long and I set it really far back on the base so I could make him look like he was quite a distance from the ground. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So. And I just glued it in place, so let me see if I can break this free now. Okay. So, yeah, if I sink the rod all the way, I could probably do something. I used a fairly big rod, though, because I figured it was going to have to support his weight. Yeah, if you want it fully supported like he's in flight, you didn't really have a choice. Yeah, so I used, like, the but the one millimeter or millimeter and a half, like the. Could have you used maybe a flight, uh, like a flight stand? The acrylic rods? I don't have anything like that kicking around. No? That's not already part of a model? Nope. <laughs> I have a bunch of those, so maybe next time we can just clip your rod and uh, glue it to a plastic one. Well, I think it's okay. And I think, that, like, the rod, like, it'll show if you're looking at the back of the model. If you look at the front, the angle will obscure it from the side. The beam will sleep. I don't think it's that big. That's good. I'll just cut it down since I uh, had originally made it longer, like I said. Get it out of the base. Okay. Anyway, yes, I'm sure people are loving uh, listening to me <laughs> cut brass rods and... Uh, Stab my fingers. Um, so what? You, to, what about you? What's, uh, I have no games because you know no. my life. But what, uh, uh, I, I don't have much. Last time we were recording, I had almost finished working on Owler. He's been finished uh, since I think the day after our last recording. And uh, after that, I painted the Primate of Power, which is one of the small three three small monkeys that acts as leader for the the arc in Pulp City 2. 
they have been based and uh, completed since. And that's almost all the OB I did. I cleaned the, the last models I have for for my arc, the primate of mystery, the, the last of the trio. So he was not uh, ready. His base was already done, but he was not cleaned yet. So I just uh, removed the tab, filed it. So he's ready to be painted. And the other two models I have uh, were already uh, primed and good to go. So that's about it. The rest was uh, casting. Last week was a lot of casting. Well, two weeks ago, I think. To complete the uh, the gold tokens for everybody, I was I came out to the exact precise number of attendees we had. Oh, that's good though. Yeah. So I I won't need to ship anything or meet up with people locally. I'll have to ship any, uh, stuff anyway because the other stuff didn't came in on time from the sponsors. I got the package on Monday. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And that is kind of a pain. It's a package uh, uh, where we have multiple small items so people can pick at the end when you do, we do the random draws. Right. So I have 12 of those <laughs> small prizes to ship out. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I, I left money in the uh, the budget when I realized they might not come in. And luckily, a lot of uh, those have been picked up by locals. So for those, I'll just bring them to the uh, the next gaming night I can attend. And I think most of the items will fit in their small envelopes, well, uh, small bubble envelopes. So they won't cost me a package shipping from Canada. If, well, if stuff is going to the States... Mm-hmm. I am traveling to the States in uh, less than a month. Yeah. So, so I can mail stuff inside the US, which that, is quite cheap. Yeah, one or two might be going to the States. But I think bubble from here is not too bad. Anyway, the option is there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll check. Because uh, I'm going down uh, with my daughter for a few days, uh, and I'm on my own schedule with no one else, so... Mm-hmm. Well, no one else except the five-year-old, and yeah, if I yeah, buy yeah. her a toy, then it doesn't matter what I do at that point. <laughs> yeah, so... But that's mostly it, obby-wise. I did some cleaning, uh, cleaned the model, started cleaning other models I got, because I, I bought a, a small used Lutz for Pope City once again. It's the... the I like the, the way you keep the finding these tool. things. I, I keep... Um, like messaging people because they say they've got stuff and I'm like, okay, well send me a list and then I never get a list. And then you mm-hmm. message that same guy, you get a list and you buy his stuff. I'm like, no, it's not the same guy. That, that guy, I've not been able to get the, his list <laughs> still. Oh, okay. No, it was another one. But well, I, I got the package. I don't feel so bad. Yeah. And uh, I didn't play anything. Uh, I ran the Guildball Nationals, the East Guildball Nationals last weekend. I think you meant to say the best Guild Ball match. No. No, we don't know yet. But it was the best attended event in Canada yet. So far. Yeah. Yeah. The, like last year, the the Western I upgraded us for a couple attendees. So this year, we got four more than last year. We're up to 35, which is right now the running ice. We'll see how West does once they have their full registration. But well, West has like a bunch of people registered, don't they? No, they have registrations and they have the uh, Meta Longshanks, which is not the same. So on Longshanks, oh. they have like a list of everybody that in theory could attend, but they are not uh, final registrations or something oh. like that. I, I don't have the exact story for that. But uh, that was, I think, was to give an idea of how much they could reach. Not too sure, but anyway, oh, okay. we'll, we'll I... see. <laughs> uh, so you had how many attendees? Uh, we ended up with thirty-five after the uh, the drops and no shows. Right. Okay, but you had forty paid, right? Yeah, we had forty and... pre-registration paid through the store system, and so... that's what matters for the Steamforge prize pool. Uh, right. that, well, that was confirmed after, but yes, that, so the uh, winner, Alex Butts, 
uh, got his entry for world and hotel accommodation paid. So, so now he just has to pay for a flight. Yes, exactly. Unless, of course, he goes and wins another national. Yeah, but Which, I think you know. he, he won't. But by talking with him, he, he didn't like the idea of if you're already uh, in it, you, you shouldn't be running and make a, a mess of winning the another one and then how do they decide who goes and uh, from which list does he take the prize or, or not. So I think he might skip the, the U.S. National. Really? Yeah, something like that. That's, well, that's a shame, but uh, very honorable of him. Mm-hmm. He does seem like a very nice guy. Uh, I only, I've met him briefly, had some, a little talk with him. Uh, he seemed super nice and uh, really down to earth. Um, you know, not that I expect him to, to feel like he's a superstar, but in most games, when you talk to anyone who's good at a game, about a game, um, somewhere in that conversation they'll work in, uh, you know, do you know who I am? I am so-and-so, <laughs> the champion of so-and-so. Uh, and legitimately, if anyone really, if anyone has the right to do that, it's probably Alex. Because you are probably not likely to find a, another guild ball player as good as him. <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah. So. yeah. It was, uh, I didn't have much time to chat with the guys. Like, the, the event was run tight. We didn't have much time between rounds. I, w- I made sure to be on schedule. And like last year, I had to uh, go back home after, so. Well, it's, it's tough, right? When you got a family. Yeah, and, and then the second day, I had my son with me, so that made even less chat time. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I brought uh, my oldest, so. Wow, okay. I, I didn't know that. It was a shorter event. We only had two games on the Sunday. Two, day, two games and tear down, so that was not too bad. But still, it was good. It was still a long time. We were at the store for five or six hours, so... Yeah, and, and just to be clear, um, that is... Asking any kid to be patient for five or six hours mm-hmm. is a challenge at best, right? Yes. So, and and people may not realize that because they may not have kids, or but um, kids don't come pre-equipped with patience. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so, and, and your son um, does have some, like, attention difficulties, right? So, yep. like, to put him in a situation where he has to, you know, sit there and be quiet for, or not to be quiet, but entertain himself for hours, that's tough. Mm-hmm. I came equipped, and we he, he had the right to pick something in the store after. So, if he did good, and he did, so we came back with a, a special pack from the uh, Detective Pikachu line for the Pokemon TCG. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's good. Yeah. A little reward sometimes goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that that's that's my game gaming with the air quotes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the last week. I do have a game planned for the upcoming week though, so that's at least yeah. there. I wish I could say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't the, the the game I picked, but at least I I have one planned. Well we should we have a game this week, don't we? On Black Friday? Uh, uh, maybe that was confirm never it. confirmed. So, oh, okay, sorry. Uh, so I didn't know. <laughs> well, if you're still free on Friday, it it should probably be okay. I yes, I am. Check what I'm saying. <laughs> it, it should be okay. So I'll be glad to you play with you Friday too. So that I might have two games this week, and uh, two games I liked. So that's gonna be good. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I'll probably have a game of uh, Aristia this week. Oh, nice. With uh, Mark? No, no, uh, with uh, G, the owner of Lebis. Oh, yep. yep. I didn't know he played anything. Yeah, he, he played mostly board games. But he usually doesn't have much time to play. And the only time he's kind of free is super late at night once the store's quiet down, which is perfect for me. <laughs> 
Yeah, that really works. Huh? <laughs> that really, really works I, for you. When I am available, so <laughs> that's perfect. I, I kind of understand. That's that's really why I don't have any games anymore. Um, it's just too hard. Uh, most people I used to play with are either working late or just not available, or they've now uh, on the night that I used to go, they have other activities with like their spouses or girlfriends or whatever. So it's tough. Um, I mean, you know, you're sometimes available, but I can just go to your house any other night and play. So, mm-hmm. so like aside from Steve, um, who again I can play any time by going to his house. Uh, not a lot of uh, the other, other usual people you played with yeah. are available. Actually, it's funny. I thought I was going to get a game in uh, this week with another buddy of ours, Dan, because um, he called me out of the blue. And he called me a little while back mentioning wanting to play some War Machine. Yeah, that's why you started painting your circle. Yeah, so I was all excited. Like, oh, it's good timing because I just finished my stuff. It turns out he wasn't really calling for that at all. (laughs) (laughs) It was a case of, hey, remember those things uh, we talked about a year ago? Like, yeah. He's like, do you still have them? Yeah. Can can I come get them? Can we arrange something? Sure. Um, so yeah, I was a little disappointed in that, but that's okay. I'll, I'll get some games. In. I'll make it work somehow. And I'm now attempting to, uh, use airbrush primer by brush. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it does work, but it's awfully thin. So it'll undoubtedly require a couple of coats. Cause I figured starting the airbrush would be something only Yom would do in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> so. And here's the jab. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's not so much a jab as a kick to the nuts. But I, I seem to recall he's done it to us before, so. Did he? I think so. And then if he didn't, I'll say he did, and who's going to know any better? <laughs> All these devotees fans that don't understand why we pick on him. And um, I, I say we, but it's mostly you who pick on him. That's kind of our relationship. Yeah. I make a bunch of baseless accusations. Um, he, he may or may not think I'm serious. There may or may not be a Facebook message uh, sometime next week going, hey, uh, is there an issue? <laughs> no, just being a jerk. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I think now it more or less defaults to I'm just being a jerk and he ignores it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mostly that now. <laughs> he actually says he finds it amusing because it's like you know looking for the Easter egg in the show, right? Like When is Paul going to slide in a jab? I forgot to turn off my smartwatch so that's going to be in the show too let me uh let me fix that so it'll stop digging there we go no more interrupting the podcast. yeah so we've rambled a lot and not really said a whole heck of a lot uh you your games did you that that's about it i didn't play anything i ran a tournament so i made people play (laughs) i made it possible for people to play oh wait uh, last time we were on here, I hadn't had my game with Steve yet, had we? No, no. Oh, I think that I, was I had, right after, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I did play a game. That's true, I played the game of Guild Ball with Steve. I blinked and it was over. But, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it uh, did not go as, uh, as I had hoped. That was rough, if I remember correctly. Well, I, I, I walked into it. I played a, a a very like one-dimensional team, um, and you know, Guild Ball. Uh, to be fair, we were prepping for a tournament, right? Or mm-hmm. Steve was prepping for a tournament. I was kind of just trying to get rules refreshed because I hadn't played in forever. And I walked in. And I plunked on my models. I I uh, forwent the uh, the the draft cycle and everything. So I just plopped down my models. So Steve picked his models. And then uh, as soon as the game started, I realized that I made a grave error and that it was basically going to be an uphill slog all game. And then when it started turning into that, I, uh, I, uh, I threw in the towel. Um, just because I'm like, well, you know, I, there is a chance I could do something, but it's a very slim chance and I don't want to spend two hours you know, playing a game with, you know, less than a 3% chance to win. 
It, it just was not uh, not going to be my day. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and, you know, the next day, Steve and I discussed it. Poor Steve felt terrible. I, I'm sure he thought I was mad at him, which really wasn't the case. Uh, I was annoyed that night, but not really at him, just at the kind of the situation, and mostly myself for just not being super clear beforehand what I was going to do and what, what I wanted out of the game. Because if I would have told Steve I'm just going to play a fun little game, I just want a rules refresher, he would have played something fun and casual, and it would have been just fine. But I didn't specify that. Steve was, you know, prepping for the Nationals, like, that week. Oh, yeah. So, so I got what I deserved. <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was uh, not a particularly fun experience uh, through no fault of Steve's. I think that's just, uh, you know, the big flaw of Guild Ball. Well, not flaw. I mean, it's a design choice, right? It's a soccer game. So... And in the game, Steve basically ran the ball away from me and hid hid it from me for a little bit. And my team was a goal-scoring team with no other real way to make points because uh, I was playing fish. And uh, particularly playing a shark who was a, uh, a striker captain. So my super one-dimensional team lineup um, could do no damage to players. So I couldn't get points by taking out people. And you didn't have and much I, ways to get the ball back, from what I I, I had zero ball retrieval. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's not a list I would play in a tournament um, for for that reason, right? It's just... Um, yep, yep, yep. Anyway. So uh, some French were nearly ruined, and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> Though I, I'm pretty sure Steve thought that that was going to happen. Poor fellow. All right. So let's get on to the topic. Yeah. So we've been talking about Pulp City, about painting for Pulp City and stuff like that, and the game uh, being on the... Well, mostly being closed. Let's, let's be honest. Uh, but however, this week there's been an announcement. Yep. Kid Bash Games, another company, has gotten into an agreement with... Uh, well, not an agreement, with uh, a collaboration, a partnership with Pulp Monster, which is the owners of Pulp City, to uh, deliver the next era of Pulp City. So uh, they will make sure the models come out, playtest new expansions to the rules, and stuff like that. So if I understand correctly, the ownership of Pulp City hasn't changed. No, the Pulp City is still owned by Pulp Monsters, which is the company from Massiev Zivewix. I probably butchered his name. That's, but that's better than I would have done with it, so yeah. <laughs> congratulations. So um, he's been okay. the owner for since the beginning. It's his idea. Pulp City is his games. So it's like they licensed it, basically. Yeah, or they're, they're, yeah that's about it. Or they're managing it for him. Yeah, that, that's, what I, that was, that's how that I was, understood it. That was the big issue, right? He had no time to manage it anymore. Yeah, because of other projects. So, yeah. And Kid Bash Games is a smaller company. It it doesn't even have a full product out. They were working uh, working on another uh, superhero style game, which was Supers Unlimited. I think it was a working title. That company is run by Leon Mallet, and Leon, for people who know Pulp Cities, is one of the. Uh, creators of the Supremes edition of Pulp City. So he worked on the game. He knows it uh, by art. <laughs> so And the Supreme edition was the last edition that they yeah, launched. That's right? the, that was the uh, Kickstarter one. Actual edition one. So it's, it's somebody who knows the game he, and he decided to uh, pick it up and work with uh, Pulp Monsters to bring it forward. That's a really good announcement uh, from my point of view. That's a really good thing. So both the game is back and somebody who knows it and worked well in it is uh, at the rain now. So. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? You're always worried when someone picks up a game, they're going to either nothing's ever going to happen with it or change it too much. Yeah. I'm uh, looking at you, TT Combat. Um, <laughs> well, 
Dread Zone Commander 2 just came out this week, too. The new rules are out. The the book uh, Battle for Earth, which is both the second edition of Drop Zone and an expansion to Drop Fleet, just came out this week, too. So there's life in the old games we we like. Yeah. And I, I did see, actually, I, I say that, but I did see them also <laughs> testing um, dystopian, uh, dystopian Wars. Mm-hmm. So that is going to come to you. But Dystopian Wars is not TT Combat. Oh, no, sorry. Dystopian Wars, uh, that's... Uh, yeah, um, the whale, the, not whale, Whaling Games? Yeah. But they have another but, name for the company that produces, yeah, yeah, that yeah. work on games, but yeah, that's Whaling. That's right. But yeah, they they've got big announcements made too about uh, about that in the past few weeks. Yeah. So the only one uh, we've not heard anything recently uh, that would have liked is Redix. That was TT Combat, was it not? Uh, that was TT Combat. Yes. Yeah. That's such a cool world. Yeah. They they've worked a ton on uh, Carney Valley. There's a bunch of stuff that's coming out for it. And that has been picked up by TT Combat 2. So probably it's just... They bought multiple games that were dying around the same time. And they probably just can't bring them all out at the same time. They're also not a big company, right? No, no, no. So Kearney Valley is is alive. Uh, Drop Zone and Drop Fleet just got their new book and some new life pushed in them. So... From what I understand, Rumble Slam is going strong too. So I've actually heard a lot of good things about Rumble Slam. Yeah, so, some locals just picked up the starter, so uh, I've been uh, uh, tagged in a conversation to uh, try it soon. Because um, Andrew, uh, yeah, Andrew pushed it uh, hard in yeah, uh, Andrew uh, Atkins. Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. He's and running an event for it at uh, Capital City, but that. If the game I, does look cool. I don't know if anyone carries the models, though. Well, it's CT Combat. I, do they have distribution? I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if you have to buy direct or... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe in the States they do, like, e-figs or something. Yeah, maybe. They probably don't have a big distributor, like ACD or whatever. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. enough about uh, that. Yeah, so, so, uh, Pop City. so Pop City is alive again. Uh in the case the software of support, yeah, yeah, Kid Bash yeah. games, they add a game out. It will be sl- slowly be phased out. Uh, so I, I've been uh, chatting with uh, Liang about it. it the, he already had models for it, so they will get uh, profiles for Pop City. I've seen one of the cards, by the way, Ace, which is one of the uh, character from uh, Super Unlimited. He's already has uh, probably a beta card. It's very be tested, but it's all uh, lay, uh, laid out already. And they will also get profiles for Super Mission Force, which is a, a generic superheroes game too. So you build up your uh, your own models, uh, your own profiles for models you own. So I, I didn't know about that one before, but uh, that's all there for people who want maybe to use models from other lines like the uh, now different Marvel I was gonna say like the Marvel line, yeah, or mixed uh, mixed models from uh, multiple universe that don't don't have a base core game, like Marvel versus DCs, or maybe uh, publicity stuff against one of the Marvel slash DC big big players. That's possible, but yeah, yeah, it's good news. There has been a call for. Uh, playtesters for the new profiles. There are something like, I think, 30 profiles that are in work at various stage of completion. Some already have their models made. Uh, some are just uh, being uh, in the artwork stage. But they're out there, and the playtester will get uh, stuff to test soon. And uh, I believe you made it to that list, didn't you? Yes. So... By association, I also made it on that list. Yeah, you and Yom. <laughs> you and Yom. Because <laughs> you're going to need someone to, like, you know, kill. Nah, well, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> we need to test stuff, so it's always fun. Especially for that game. I, I like that game so much. Uh, 
I, I've stopped getting into playtests and betas because we have so many games and there's no games I concentrate long enough time. Yep, that's to, for sure. To ra- warrant that time. But Pulse City, I like so much that uh, I at least wanted to uh, step in and see if I could help. Yeah, well, you guys kept talking about it so much, I figured I had to buy models. That's <laughs> why I got these. And then I was actually looking at a second force because I wanted, uh, you know, uh, heroes and villains. Mm-hmm. Um, but they closed up shop before I could buy a hero team. Yeah, that's happy. But now that's going to come back, so. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll see some recasts, or not recasts, but uh, they'll start casting, like, models they'd run out of stock on. Yeah, I also, I, like, for my arc, I have all models except one. I'm missing one. I, I, I made a bad order sometime and forgot to order that one. <laughs> so I'm missing one of the smaller uh, mystical level one for the arc. Yeah, I'm miss- like I'm missing quite a few models. I'm missing. Yeah, but by the time you ordered, especially the two new factions, the uh, Super Alliance and I think yeah. Red Republics, a lot of those that came out with the Kickstarter, and they were not all available. So yeah, the the bear uh, Mechved mm-hmm. was no longer available. The Cyber Bear, and but Turncoat was. I could have gotten him. And I think the the robots. I have robots. Oh, you have the small robots? Well, they, I have they are minions or something like that? Well, they're, they're one point... Uh, the small dogs? No, you have the, the small robots, but they also have uh, dogs for both the, the good, the, the yeah, heroes yeah. and villains, and those work for, as minions. Oh. But none of my guys have minion ability that I have, so... No, oh, okay, but then it doesn't matter too much uh, <laughs> in I mean, your own Maybe situation. someone else has it, but uh, the six yeah. I have, I don't have any minion... Uh, oh, okay. Any million points. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's good. You know, when, usually when games disappear like that, they, they don't come back, right? Like it's just done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice to see that in this case, uh, and in some others recently, we're actually seeing, um, you know, th- these games getting a second chance. And I, I played a, a demo of this game years ago, and I, and I thought the mechanics were very, very interesting. And it really had a good superhero feel. Um, but the models that were out at the time didn't really appeal to me. Yeah, that was when they did the Supreme Edition Kickstarter. And since then, they came out with a lot of new models and yeah. some nicer sculpts. So. And the thing is, like, like most games... Um, the the models I was seeing, like the models might be nice, but uh, lackluster paint jobs can really hurt the models. Mm-hmm. So you look at it and you're like, "Wow, this this model is just uh, is just bad," and it it really they a bad paint job kind of hides the potential a lot of the time. So I, I think I didn't give it a fair shake because now I look back at some of the older models. And you know they're not bad. Some some of them are, you know, have aged poorly, but others aren't terrible. And and I didn't realize they're as they're as good as they are. I thought they were far worse. So yeah, I guess uh, you never can tell. Yeah, not having interest in it, maybe like you had the demo mostly because you picked up models. I I got because you picked up my Kickstarter pledge, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but so I had a demo. Um, given by Devin. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, I played a game. It wasn't just a regular demo because it was quiet. So he, he let me play a game against, uh, our buddy G, Guillaume. Yeah. So I played, I don't know, probably six points. Mm-hmm. So it was like a six point, six point mini game. Um, so I really did get a, a feel for the, the game mechanics. Oh yeah. At six, you, you get the, it's a full, it's a, it's a small, but it's a, it's a full game. Because, yeah. yeah, we had three each. Mm-hmm. Probably three level twos, so. Yeah, I had, uh, I can remember the guys, like, what they look like. <laughs> and I don't remember if I was playing the villains or the heroes, but I remember the models from both sides, so, yeah. And uh, it was just, it was a really dynamic game. And I was like, well, this is really cool, but the models don't look great, and no one carries them, and, like... Uh, like no one plays this game, so I didn't get in at that time. 
Now I kind of regret it because you guys all played it and you t- talking about it and we're having fun. You played it sporadically. Yes. But uh, for the amount of fun you were having, it, I, I kind of felt like I missed out. And then after years and years of wearing me down, I finally go to buy into <laughs> it and they, you know, they close up the company. Like, damn it. All right. So, yeah, I'm really glad it's back. Yeah, I got a laundry list of stuff I want to eventually get from them. Oh, me too. Like, uh, starting to think back about the game and what I have and wanting to pr- maybe promote it a bit more. Like, what could I get to make more factions or have demo sets? And I consider it mainly on art because I, uh, I don't play much anyway. But I have other models because I bought a bunch of stuff used. Uh, well, yeah, we looked through it recently. Yeah, but before, even when I got my initial models, it was before the Kickstarter. So I bought stuff from the first edition. So I have probably uh, at least 10, 15 other models from the mix of uh, the old starters and other stuff I picked since. And now I just bought a nature pack too, so... I can probably make easily four teams, like four probably nine level teams, which is a good size nine level for a, for a, an evening game. So I could make a, a nature one, a generic villain, generic rose, and my arc. Arc, I probably have enough to do two teams even if we we wanted. If you wanted a lot of monkeys, yeah. But well, that could be thematic, right? Because you said that the leaders don't like each other. So you could actually have two different groups led by two different leaders fighting each other. Yeah, there's three three team in it. Not like there's the three primates. Primates of power, mm-hmm. uh, uh, na- nature, uh, mystery, and science. And they That's fit. four. Okay. No, no. I'm, uh, the power is the name of the, the trio. So it's nature, oh, mystery, and science. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they each have kind of a thematic leader associated with them, which represent a, f- a subfaction in the in the arc in the in the committee. I don't think you could really make three different teams. There, there's probably not enough models available to do three, but two could be easily done. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, I, I look forward to now that you have models to play with you. Yom will eventually get uh, a small break from commission and paint his jade cults. There's a bunch of other people who have them, uh, G- who have some. G- has uh, yeah, you have Grims and right? other stuff. Yeah, that game with G was fun when you played his Grims. We played at the the old basement and uh, G making the noises and voices. It was super entertaining. That must be a Guillaume thing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because Guillaume also makes all the noises and the sound effects. Mm-hmm. The- That's true. Watching them play Dust. All the pew yeah, yeah. and <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was true. <laughs> it was it was fun. epic. It was funny, yeah. So. All right, so let's get to talk about... There's, uh, there's oh. more talk about the... Uh, there's a whole, whole expansion pretty that's that will come out. I don't know exactly what will be in it, uh, but there's a bunch of new Supremes, and uh, we got a small teaser. We have the name of two new Supremes coming out. Uh, we don't have roles, uh, pictures, anything. We just have the names. That's something that Mallet gave us. Uh, Leon Mallet gave us to uh, just talk about and maybe uh, not brainstorm, but uh, how do you say? Try to decipher what they mean. <laughs> extrapolate from it, yeah. Yeah, extrapolate. That's it. So, uh, we have two. First one is Liberty Eagle, and the second one is Crimson Carrion. <laughs> right away, they kind of, it's kind of certain that they fit the Supreme Alliance and the Red Republic. <laughs> yeah, so it's the Americans and the Russians, yeah. Yeah. Um,. With their name, I don't know if they're going to be like smaller models, like either level ones or even kind of pets that works as minions. Get Eagle and Carrion. But they could... Like, well, carrion, <laughs> carrion doesn't mean... It could be a vulture. Like, it's 
generic enough. Well, it could be a zombie. It could be anything, right? Yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. A, We just don't know. Mm-hmm. But they're probably so. uh, full Supremes. But some of the names are pretty uh, loose on descriptions. Yeah. You just don't know. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this stuff. I wish we had a little bit more of a, a timeline. I mean, I'm just happy they've announced that they're they're going to be producing stuff and, and back in business. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're pretty talkative, and being on the uh, uh, playtest team, I'll probably have information available. And I, they want to promote the game, and they want for it to go to, to be available, so we'll, we'll be able to talk about it more in future shows and know when it comes out for real and when stuff start being available. Like, right now, they already worked on the website, so there is a beta, uh, not a beta, but an errata that is out that covers the smash it up rule. Smash it up uh, works when you interact with terrain, and that's one thing that uh, Leon talked about is he wants to up the uh, terrain interaction rules make them either uh, more important or make them more easily available to more teams yeah well that's that's one of the things about superhero combat right yeah they're always throwing cars and stuff around and knocking down buildings and yeah I, I pick up my team based on that like if I don't have a model that can interact with terrain uh, I'll switch uh, my team selection for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know how to tell, to be honest. No, but yeah, that's it. There's two main rules that do that. It's the throw and the smash. Any rules with throw and any rules with smash will have terrain interaction. Yeah, I, I don't including. think I have anyone. Most of um, the, the the people who can throw are the uh, powerhouses. Yeah, but I don't have... Well, there is a powerhouse model for my faction, but mm-hmm. there's the bear. Yeah, but you you I don't, don't have it yet. Yeah. So, eventually... <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, so there's that errata. There is uh, what they call the effect redux, which is just uh, an update of the effects rules. The effects are all the special rules when you hit so let's say I have an attack, you can do either damage or da- damage or apply effects, which are like a, a push, a blast, a attack one, which means you get bonus dice when you attack and stuff like that. So they updated the rules on some of them and added new ones that are not on models yet, but will be on uh, upcoming models uh, coming out soon. So there are some ints in that list on the website. And those two are already out and uh, interplay, so you can already play with the new Smash It Up rules and the new effects. Or the updated effects, the new ones, you don't have models with them. But. And that's all on the website. So, already available. Very cool. Rocket fists, man, he's got rocket fists. <laughs> <laughs> I need to look at the rules for them. <laughs> yeah, I need to. But that's about it. Like, I'm super enthusiastic about, but there's not much else we can say because that's all. We have the announcement of the partnership, some of the rules update, and that's it. We'll see. Well, uh, does that make it uh, a show for the week? Do we have anything else uh, for that? Yeah, there was one thing I wanted to talk about. Was there any of that new stuff? Yeah, the new stuff. So there's a couple of models that came out for Twisted by uh, Demented Games. The, that's a, an Australian company. Uh, and the two models, like, two models uh, just came out, but one I want to talk about specifically, the two models are the Rotten Mummy and the Scara Mummy. I'll uh, send you a link because it's not in the show notes yet. Sure doesn't help you finding them. So, I just want you to take a look at this Kara Mummy. It's a bigger model of a monstrous mummy, like, with four arms. And the ends have been replaced by 
Egyptian looking sickle. Cycle? Sickle? Sickles. Sickles. Did you send me the. Uh, it's yet? in the duck. Okay, because I just looked at the duck. Oh, you did, okay. I was looking for a new header and I didn't see it because it's not in a new header. Oh, that is creepy as all heck. Yeah. Uh, the pose looks a little weird because his, his groin is forward. Like, I, I understand what he's trying to look like. Yeah, it's an insect, so the, the legs are a bit strange. Look more like kind of goat legs where the, the joint is reversed. Uh-huh. And there's a big insect swings in the back. Well, I said I didn't look at the green, so. Oh, yes, yeah, I thought it was like a shield on his back or something. I didn't realize what it was. I see. It's partly like it's a steampunk and sort of pirate game, so like there's a, a steam something in the back. <laughs> so it's a mix of an undead, mix of an insect, and a steampunk machinery. So. That sounds like all the best mixes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty cool model. I don't have the size, though. He's 32, 32, 32 millimeters scale, because the game is. But that model specifically, he seems he seemed to be on a bigger base compared to uh, uh, the rotten mummy that we see in one of the shared pictures. But I don't know if it's 30 and 40 or 40 and 50. I don't know how big he is. Yeah, there's, there's no way to really tell. But it's a it's a cool model. It's something different. It's not a team we see often. Yeah, I'm gonna you know what? I, I'm gonna guess those are forty mils. At that price point, I don't think that's a single thirty mil model. No, probably not. I, I wouldn't say thirty. And probably not fifty at that size. Yeah, no, I think I think it's probably a forty. Oh no? Scare Mummy is a large 32 mil, oh, 32 mil scale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I think it's, it's gotta be a 40. They're probably the size of like a light warjack or a big guild ball player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So speaking of price, it's a $21 US. It's, yeah. There's not a lot available right now. They are the Risen edition, like collector edition they do at, uh, at release. I don't know when they'll be available after in the regular release, which I think are metals, the regular release after that. But still. So if you want a, a strange steampunk Egyptian monster for your... And, what? and who doesn't, really? Yeah, either for the game, for Twisted, or it could work in some pulp-inspired games, or... Yes, you could have monsters attacking the city. Yeah. And then you have to defend them. With your Supremes. Just saying. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean Pulp City, but uh, yeah, that, that that works. Too. Uh, uh, always thinking, right? Oh, yeah, I have a giant dinosaur for that already. That's true. You've and painted that on the show? Yeah, yeah. I played with it, too. So. I think I that was the last time we had Yoman, wasn't it? Uh, no, he wanted to be on the show, but he couldn't. And he we couldn't that week, but uh, yeah. we we wanted to have him on. So. You wanted to have him on, yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just be a jerk. Um, yeah, let's say like that. And uh, oh that, wow, that's a show. You, your your laugh was so loud it actually disconnected me. Oh wow! When you, when you laughed, um, Skype actually the camera froze. And Skype just stopped sending audio because I guess you it, it didn't know what the heck you were doing. <laughs> That's funny. Oh wow! So is so Skype still frozen? No, no, no. I can hear you, and your camera's moving again. So okay. Hopefully, we won't lose sync because of that. <laughs> well, it doesn't and really matter. Happy, though, it's the end of the while show. I, while I've been sitting here shaking my paint. Mm-hmm. I've managed to hit uh, not only my exercise goal for the day, but my steps for the day. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sitting, you hit your steps. Yeah. And in fact, I was shaking with my right hand where my, uh, my pedometer is on the left. So I guess I shake. I'm a whole body shaker, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, why does my watch keep like beeping me for stuff? What's going on? I was like, oh, you hit your goal. Oh, you hit your goal for this. You hit your goal for that. You hit- I think I've almost got my exercise goal for the day. 
I got yeah, my walking goal. I got my uh, standing goal from that somehow. And I'm almost close to my exercise ring by shaking paint. Life is good. Mm-hmm. Paint more. Yeah, apparently. That's the key to, key to weight loss. Paint. <laughs> According to my, my Apple Watch. Anyway, enough of this. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's as always, it's been fun, and uh, I'll be looking forward to that game on Friday, Antoine. I'll see you then. Okay. Bye, Paul, and bye, geeks. Thanks for listening to Geeks of the North. If you want to contact us, you can email us at geeksofthenorth at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeksofthenorth, or follow us on Twitter at geeksofthenorth. You can follow me, Paul, at PRFilio, Antoine at Eltonio Berg, Steve at B underscore Steve, and if you really feel the need, I guess you can follow Yom. He's at Yomasta. Breaks and outro music by Ladrav. You can listen to them at ladrav.bandcamp.com. See you next time, geeks. Thank you for checking out United Geeks Network Family Member. If you enjoyed it and are looking for other online media with a geek culture slant, head over to unitedgeeksnetwork.com where you will find Zero Budget Geek, a YouTube channel covering board games, video games, and other geek stuff. You'll find Let's Play and How to Play videos of different board games and video games, as well as reviews. The United Geeks Network. You can broadcast your geekiness at unitedgeeksnetwork.com.